I love numbers. Back in the olden days, when I was an occasional counter at Hawk Ridge, any time little children asked what I was doing, I'd muster my best Jerry Nelson voice to say, they called me the Count. I am called the Count because I love to count birds. I've always played with numbers and made a big thing about special numbers. Numbers and silly statistics are part of the appeal of baseball for me. My favorite baseball player, Anthony Rizzo, got hit by a pitch for the 200th time on October 1st, making him one of only four players in baseball history to have been hit by a pitch at least 200 times and also had more than 200 home runs. 200 hit-by-pitches made a nice round number for October, but there were two other round numbers I was looking for this month. 100 wins for the Yankees this season, they missed that by one, and 60,000 for the Blue Jays, which is where my round numbers for October diverge from baseball. Some of the Blue Jays we see in Duluth may have spent a bit of time in Toronto at one point or another, but none are baseball players. No, I'm talking about the Blue Jays migrating over Duluth. Last year, they broke their all-time high with 59,601 counted at Hawk Ridge Bird Observatory. The counters broke that record this October 5th, and the very next day, they broke 60,000. As of the end of Thursday, October 13th, the Blue Jay count at Hawk Ridge for 2022 is 60,485. There may have been years, even since 2000, when more Blue Jays passed over the ridge. It's only been since 2007 that counters made a serious effort to count every bird flying over, not just every raptor. So breaking the record is not that significant, but somehow the number 60,000 is. The Finch Research Network publishes an annual winter finch forecast predicting where songbirds with irregular or eruptive movements will appear each year based on analyzing over the continent where various cone seed and berry production will be heaviest and smallest. They write this about blue jays. This will be a good to strong flight year. Beech nut and hazelnut crops are poor. The acorn crop is generally poor, but with pockets of good crops scattered from Manitoba eastward through southern Canada and northeastern states southward to Pennsylvania. After all the jays I was seeing in September, I'm now down to just a couple, which appear to be birds that have been on Peabody Street a lot in recent years. They fly in the moment I whistle and set out peanuts. I don't know if these will settle in for the winter or not. Blue jays depend on natural food far, far more than feeders or well-trained humans. Even during the peak of migration, when my feeders are covered with them, each spends a lot more time away from my feeders than at them. Peanuts, seed, and suet provide variety, but are never primary food sources. A handful of blue jays stuck around Peabody Street all last winter, though my blue jays, the ones who respond specifically to my whistle, disappeared, returning right about the time the 2022 baseball season was gearing up. 
Blue Jays are hardly fair-weather friends. Unlike the Toronto Blue Jays who disappeared for the season this October 8th, some feathered Blue Jays will be seen throughout their range this entire winter. All the baseball teams named for birds, as well as my beloved Cubs, are out of the running for the year. But at least for the next three days, even as I keep whistling for my Blue Jays, I'll be watching my favorite Cub, Anthony Rizzo, and the team the Cubs traded him to. And at some point this month or next, I'll forget all about baseball. But even in the dead of winter, a few Blue Jays will be here squawking to make certain I never forget them. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.